people think? Feel. It is like a finger pointing away to the moon. Don't concentrate on the finger or you will miss all that heavenly glory. Hey! Welcome to the Who Sign Is It Anyway podcast, the podcast by two sisters, and I'm Deborah, and I'm Mia, and we're welcoming you into our bi-monthly conversations all about the moon. And this episode is all about the Aquarius new moon that's happening on February 11th, 2021 at 2.06 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Yep. And it's going to be happening at 23 degrees Aquarius. And yes, it is. Yeah. So I don't know about you, but like, I feel like the whole world knows, regardless of whether you're into astrology or not, that there's like a lot of Aquarius energy going on. Yeah. I feel like I have a lot of people asking me questions about that. Like my friends or whoever, they're just like, what's all this Aquarius business? And I'm like, I don't even know how to start. guys. (laughs) Yeah. You're like, it's a lot. Um, and we're yeah. definitely going to get into all of that um, Aquarius energy today. And Ooh. so just to, guys, to give you a breakdown of what we're going to be talking about, we're going to start off with what new moon energy is. Then, of course, talk about Aquarius energy, then the moon in Aquarius. And then we're going to be talking about the aspects of the moon and basically that big Aquarius stellium. And then I'm going to help you build your own little horoscopes by letting you know which of your houses um, is going to be having this Aquarius new moon in. And then we're going to finish it off with a little tarot card read because I can't help myself. (laughs) What an exciting lineup we have. Yeah, I'm really excited to talk. I've been really, honestly, truthfully, been really excited for this new moon. Oh, wow. Good to know. Yeah, it's exciting. It's fun. Yeah. I feel like I'm really feeling this energy. (laughs) No, but no, I mean, I'm like invigorated by it. Like, I feel like I've, I'm ready to embrace this energy and get into all of the best of new moon energy. Mm -hmm. So leading into like what new new moon energy is, like, I feel like what we're about to talk about is why I'm so excited about it. Yeah. Just that, that freshness and newness and um, opportunity-esque feeling I'm excited for. Yeah. And I totally agree with you because like also the last few um, full moons, of course, and the new moon, they're all just a little bit difficult, you know, like <laughs> just like a little bit, I think, heavier. It's a little problematic. Yeah. Yeah. If we haven't all noticed. Um, but this is a really like in a way like clean fresh start because yes it's a new moon but there's so much of that aquarius energy there's all that conjunction there's um and for me aquarius could be very inspiring but i'm getting ahead of myself Mm. so first let's Mm -hmm. talk about what new moon is what a new moon is and that's when the sun and the moon are at the same exact degree they're what's they're in what's called a conjunction so they're at the same 23 degrees aquarius And new moon energy, like I was saying before, really is 
this beginning. So it's mm-hmm. the start of this new moon cycle and like what we're going to be getting into for the month, basically. Mm-hmm. And I don't know, as an Aries, <laughs> like to let her know, I love beginnings, yes. like beginnings of projects like that first initial feeling of like excitement over it and i feel like new moon energy really lends itself to that it's very much like we said this in our episode about um the the first episode we put out for this year how like new moon energy kind of feels like a new year energy each month Mm -hmm. which is exciting like you can keep feeling like you're gonna start over or um, um like make a new plan or project so yeah i feel like it's all about that starting energy like car- i feel like cardinal energy also kind of lends itself to mm-hmm. it like just that starting a hundred percent i like that yeah i'm like what is there not to like i love a new moon i forgot i think that's why i was so excited for this because i forgot how good it felt to be in a good new moon it's really i mm-hmm. think um i feel extra inspired and this is really and i think that that's um, lends to that energy is really like for everyone um not just as a personal thing that's what's so great about new moon it really gives that opportunity to everybody um Mm -hmm. and it's a amazing time to manifest um to if even if you're not into manifestation like taking a moment to like reflect and to put pen to paper on what you're looking forward to for this month or like what are projects that are going to be coming up or like what you want to do, um, setting up either like goals or um, like tasks that you want to accomplish. And I think this Aquarius new moon, it's an amazing time to do that, to manifest because with there's so much Aquarius energy in the sky and Aquarius energy really is about big picture. It has that bird's eye view. So we want to like embody that energy. We want to get into it and kind of go into that Aquarius energy. Um, well, again, I keep getting ahead of myself. I'm like, it's an air quality, right? So we want to get up in the sky. We want to get up into the air, up into the ethers and see, look down on our life path and journey. And like, what do we want to really mold that into? Um, mm-hmm. That's what I'm really excited about. I think it's like, yeah. You know, when sometimes like when people say when you get lost, like you can't see the forest for the trees. And so I think so many of us have just been so stuck in like the mundane day to day and Mm -hmm. we've kind of got lost in the trees. And now this is giving us an opportunity to look at the amazing, beautiful forest. So like you're saying like it being an air quality, more about Aquarius energy. Uh, Yeah, wait, should we do the breakdown? Yeah, so this new moon is in, like we said, Aquarius. So everything we just said is going to try and manifest its way of like this Aquarius energy we're going to be feeling. So Aquarius is a fixed air sign and its rulers are Saturn and Uranus. So that's like that air quality that Deborah was talking about before. And it's also going to show or element of air and then the quality is fixed. Which has which brings its own twist to it. Stubbornness. <laughs> yeah. I didn't want to be the one to say it. Miss Taurus. <laughs> well, I'm a lot of fixed energy. Like my whole freaking chart is basically fixed signs. So I'll I'll 
Let's call a spade a spade, you know? <laughs> so, Deborah, what's your, what's some of your favorite Aquarius energy traits? Um, my, uh, my number one, without a doubt, is the humanitarian perspective. Um, mm. How much the Aquarius energy is for the collective. And... Mm. The opposite of Aquarius is Leo, right? So a Leo energy is a lot about the self. And that's where with the polarity of going into Aquarius 180 degrees away from Leo, we're really talking about the group. You know, we're talking about the masses. We're talking about the people. Mm -hmm. um, and I think that that's Aquarius is one of the reasons why I love astrology so much because it's so like for me then like this whole wheel these 12 zodiac signs are just so comprehensive to every single part of our lives and it's a reminder that it's not just about us you know what I mean like mm, we can, yeah we can get as human beings can get so into ourselves you know like totally respectable understandable and we need to but, mm -hmm. you know, times like these with the Aquarius energy, it's a, a, I'm grateful for that reminder of the bigger picture. That's so beautiful, that room. <laughs> Mine's not going to be as good, but. <laughs> well, what's yours? I have more to list, too. Uh, um, I think that this might come off a little cliche, but it's really true. I enjoy joy that Aquariuses are so unique mm -hmm. for lack of a better word I can just really appreciate when I meet Aquariuses in my life how just empowered they are to do whatever they want and it's and it's never like I'm gonna do whatever they I want to prove a point like they're just doing it like they're never doing it to prove something mm -hmm. or go like do whatever they're just kind of, they just are amazingly interesting in their own right and like yeah i and i said i think i said this last episode too when we were briefly talking about aquarius energy but every aquarius i know is so different mm -hmm. like as far as how they just like interact at base level and i don't know if i've ever met any other sign that ha that does that where i'm like you are nothing like the other Aquarius <laughs> I know. Or so, yeah, I think that's so interesting. And I love that they can do that. And I love that that's their MO is being like whatever they want. Yeah. No, 100%. Um, I totally agree. Our aunt, <laughs> Veronica, who's an Aquarius, she's like a double Aquarius. And I just always like think of her in that aspect because like she's always was like, um, very what's the word? Not like not innovative but like ahead of the trends because she was like mm -hmm. i just don't want to do like wear what everyone's wearing you know what i mean yeah and i that's i think that's like the air in it too and why i appreciate so much and why i i feel like overall why i enjoy air signs but i think aquarius like does this in a particular way too mm -hmm. is that like freedom that like yes. when i think of the visual of like a bird flying through the air like or that scene in the notebook where it's like if i'm a bird you're a bird oh my i'm like god. A, an aquarius would say that yes like, you know I mean? like, oh my god like they? they're not emotionally attached like that so maybe they wouldn't say it but like that's what i kind of visualize mm -hmm. well that's if like and yeah well depending on like what the rest of their chart was but a hundred percent yeah so that's and I, I don't know I think that's so fun and beautiful just that freedom that I think those yeah. air qualities tend to bring to the table well Aquarius and that realization that like 
Yeah. Yeah. Well, Aquarius specifically because its ruler is Uranus, which is like the planet of freedom and liberation. So mm-hmm. uh, 100% totally agree. Um, and I guess like I could also connect it with like that liberation of like conditioning, you know, because they're not, they're fearlessly themselves. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think that that's really inspiring. And like you mentioned, because it's an air sign, it's also super smart. Like it likes, mm. it's very cerebral. Um, mm-hmm. True. Yeah. And <laughs> I think like I, I was looked at my notes and I put wild card because they are always the <laughs> wild card. You never know what that Aquarius is going to do. <laughs> yeah. But I think another part that people forget about Aquarius is that, um, they're really amazing friends like they because they love hanging out with people with groups and organizations right and like running those and they like being with people like that's where they feel comfortable um with that fixed quality they are very loyal to their friends um it's very social in that way yeah definitely and i love that too yeah (laughs) but i think interesting bringing up like um, relationships like how they treat their friends and stuff would be interesting to flip to some of the low vibes mm-hmm. because some of the ones that come to m- first in my head has to do with actually how detached they can seem mm-hmm. so like on the flip side of like being amazing awesome fun loyal friends sometimes people I feel like sometimes Aquarius's when not thinking about it can have people feeling kind of neglected Mm. in a way, just like maybe not given as much attention or like if you're like going through something, they might not like be all over you like, Oh, how are you doing? But in their defense, which I want to say, because there's a difference between just being cruel and not being there for your friends emotionally, but also just not knowing what's going on. And I I feel like it's a lot of like aloofness, not so much like intentional cruelty at all. So Mm -hmm. that's the disclaimer. And like flip side of it is it's definitely that aloofness, um, but it can come out and make their the people around them feel a little like hey i have feelings do you thinking about them <laughs> and they're like actually so. i wasn't but like i wasn't they're not like, not I'll thinking about them mind, i guess <laughs> next time sure 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 yeah but i guess that it's just more than anything um aquarius again because it is very generous and of like thinking of like other people and like with their friends it's great with that type of affection as far as like you know i'll take care of like you can lean on them but it's not great with romantic love you know it's not like Mm. touchy feely huggy lovey-dovey type of love yeah Um, it's gonna be the one that like venmos you money if you're like running short and like to help you get lunch or something and like in those ways because while we've definitely mentioned like the aquarius is like tendency for head in the clouds i think in Mm -hmm. some aspects Uh, you you kind of touched on this with their intelligence but like they're also pretty practical yeah in the sense in so in that sense like you were saying like romantic so it's not that's their that's just their more like clinical side which i think maybe doesn't come out so much because of they can be quirky and fun and like weird and you might not see that they're uh they're more um 
the word? Like their brain is working a little bit more clean or cleared than you think. I feel like that they present themselves. It doesn't make any sense. I know. Like, I know. I mean, like I want to say robotic, but not robotic. Like, um, yeah, it feel it feel. I know what you mean by clean and less messy because like emotions can make things messy. <laughs> yeah. Like they're keeping things in order up there. They're just having fun while doing it, you know, yeah. but I think they can't that it's good to not forget that with that air quality with them like deborah said like the cerebral like very much i've you hear like air signs having a lot to do with the mind and the head mm-hmm. and so don't forget that with aquarius too amongst all of their chaos that i think maybe some of the other air signs aren't so keen on mm-hmm. they still are very pretty practical yeah. and logical and on the next thing that we're doing about the moon, like oh. the moon in Aquarius, I did want to gets add, into their need for that. Oh yeah, but I did want to like piggyback off of you saying with like the um like practicality of it because it, I think that ties into it being a fixed sign, you know, and mm-hmm. also that its um, traditional ruler is Saturn, you know, which is about like structure and discipline and being practical you know and all that stuff so totally 100 yeah. percent. i think that's actually a very big part of it mm-hmm. and that like definitely manifests in a particular way when the moon is in aquarius and someone's natal chart they do lean on that practicality and logic and detachment emotionally because it's how that's how they problem solve best. Mm-hmm. Um, like if you ever see someone who likes to be alone when they're really stressed out and they have all these problems and conflict or whatever, and they just are just like, I like, they don't want any help. They don't want anyone coming up to them and mm-hmm. when they're crying and being like, do you need something? Like they just want to be left alone. Yeah. That's the Aquarius moon. They do want to handle it on their own. And that's part of the fixed of being like a little stubborn and like it's, they're going to think of the way to do it mm. in part of their more um, default, like detachedness yeah. to that kind of like touch and emotion. Yeah, I actually have a lot of Aquarius moon friends over like the past year or two. I feel like I've like collected a lot of Aquarius moon <laughs> friends. I don't know why, um, but I do. I've had this, I have a really great appreciation for them. Um, and I think cause that we just like meet at this, but my Mars being in Aquarius and other stuff are, we just like have this common interest of like where, what we like is like need that intellectual stimulation or like something mm-hmm. that is unique and different. Like I had a friend in one of my astrology groups, like she's, of course an Aquarius moon and she was just like I just remember being like kind of a bitch when I was younger where I'd like I'd, be, I'd come up to people and be like you're boring and I was like oh my god I can't believe oh my you god, said that's so but amazing. I'm like that is such an Aquarius moon thing to say like uh, your boringness is offending me like you know what I mean that's so funny <laughs> yeah it's I, probably not for that like eight-year-old girl that she said that to but <laughs> that eight-year-old girl was gonna learn it sometime in her life damn i, I don't know i don't agree with that fully but like <laughs> <laughs> but that is like the aquarius moon energy like it just needs to be stimulated in that way uh, like of like doing yes. stuff or like thinking things like it's a real critical thinker like that's where it kind mm-hmm. of like starts getting it's like what's the expression like it's 
pops sparking, rocking. I don't know. <laughs> I have no idea what you're trying to say, but I agree with everything else you were saying a lot. Yeah, for your sure. face is so funny. <laughs> yeah, you were like, like, yeah, but that's I ha- looked extra funny because I have a little roller on my bang. It's right cute. Now. It looks very like fifties. Mm. <laughs> Thank you. Um, but yeah, with the Aquarius moon, like I said, it needs that stimulation and it, it needs to think its feelings out. Like it has a logical yes. pathway for emotions. Um, and also something I wrote here is that work, they kind of need to have really meaningful work um, because of that Aquarius energy and their their moon doesn't allow them to just be doing really mundane things because they, unless there is that connection to it or like that giving aspect to it, because it really needs to have like aligned with a purpose and meaning. Um, and another thing that I find tends to play out in most Aquarius moons is that they really need space. Like some, like a, it's not um it can't it's not normally a very like emotionally demanding moon so it doesn't feel comfortable and that's with that type of relationship it likes it appreciates its space its freedom and also freedom like with, to be with friends like you can never tell an aquarius moon person you need to stop hanging out with your friends or i don't like your friends and you can't see them anymore like that would never mm-hmm. fly they would not fly no it would be goodbye on so many levels that wouldn't fly. Yeah, like, yeah. It why? wouldn't be it wouldn't like, fly, I think, for anybody. It's like, you, but, like why would you even try and tell them what to do as an Aquarius? Like yes, it wasn't gonna work. Exactly. Um, one hundred percent. But yeah, definitely I you really nailed it with that stimulation. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> you really nailed it with saying that they need intellectual stimulation. Yeah. Um Or they're gonna say with my friend's story when she was like called out that little girl (laughs) no that was great no that was great too but that just really resonated i don't know sometimes you say things deborah and i was like that was the perfect way to put it oh because yeah i just think that that's the main thing as far as on a day-to-day level Mm -hmm. because whenever i think of the i think this is where we differ too which is interesting Mm -hmm. i wonder if anyone who's listening ever realized because i just did (laughs) but whenever i talk about the moon i really like to talk about them i look at it for when that person is at like a low yeah dealing with conflict emotional turmoil like a mess crying like what are they gonna do and then i go from there and you i feel like usually bring the day-to-day dealing with that moon kind of thing which are and it's both important Mm -hmm. like there your moon doesn't only come out when you're dealing with a lot of stuff like you are also actions you take day to day are influenced by it in some way maintenance so i liked that you brought up that it does need to be intellectually stimulated and like given that energy because it keeps it it likes being kept on that like tip top shape Mm -hmm. and it feels comfortable there and it can you know then later deal with things that are crazy better or in some aspect i don't know i think it's just um, interesting that you said that because yeah, I think it keeps that person feeling sane and safe and mm-hmm. 
happy and comfortable, which is still at the end of the day, like the purpose of that moon is to make you feel yeah. safe and comfortable. That's why I love so, yeah. doing a, a podcast with both of us. I don't know if I could do mm. a podcast with just me. First of all, it would feel so awkward, but <laughs> it, 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 you're right. Like we both contribute like different perspectives. Um, and I think like you said, they're both important. And I think it's interesting how you were like, oh, like linking of the moon of when it's at like our moments of despair, right? And of course, that's when you really do have to get into your moon energy. But I also, I think, approach most things like with my plant-based health coaching practice, like it's about mm -hmm. maintenance. Like we don't want it mm. to get that low, right? So how yeah, do exactly. we, what do we do to keep it happy? Yeah, so true. All right, so now we're moving into the aspects of the new moon. Ooh. So there, so there's we don't have much today yeah. um, for this segment, if you will. Which um, is kind of why but, it's a really good new moon. Like, there's no yeah. harsh aspects. There's not like yeah. something that's making it more difficult for us to process. Mm -hmm. We're just gonna get a little. So for this part, we're just gonna get a little bit more into this Aquarius stellium that this moon is, you know, part dealing of. with, <laughs> yeah. part of hanging out with. Yeah. Um, yeah. So a stellium is when there are, it depends. Some people say three, some people say four planets in the same sign or house. So currently we have the moon, the sun, Mercury, Venus, Jupiter, and Saturn in Aquarius. So that's six planets. That's that's wow. Yeah. That's a lot. Basically the only other planets that is not in Aquarius are Pluto, which is still in Capricorn, and Uranus and Mars, which are hanging out together in Taurus. So they are forming mm. a little square to this Aquarius stellium. But like that's pretty much the sky right now. It's really wow. Yeah. It's very um What's the word? I, I don't know. Like you said the word clean before. I don't know why it's sticking. <laughs> it is just very clean. Like it's not a messy chart. Um, it's very mm. simplified. I think that's the word. It's simplified. And we're really, I think in that way, it's a gift because we're really able to more um, clearly connect with that energy. Good to know. Good to know. Mm -hmm. So we have... Um, what I think was awesome with again with this Aquarius moon, Aquarius new moon, the new moon is happening at 23 degrees Aquarius. So it had to work its way up, right, from zero to 23 degrees. So as it was working past through like the 10th of February, it's hitting all these planets. So it's saying, hey, Saturn, hey, Jupiter, hey, Mercury, hey, Venus. Like it's stopping by doing all the rounds and connecting and lighting up, redirecting its light onto um, these planets and kind of emphatically again bringing up this Aquarius energy because they're in Aquarius. But when they're being like hit again with this, it's just another way to be like, work with the Aquarius energy. If you did not get the message, you're getting it now. <laughs> yeah. This is like, you can't ignore it. Mm -hmm. And it's also 
another reason why this new moon is so powerful is because we're in the middle of a Mercury retrograde in Aquarius. Um, Mm. When a planet is in retrograde, this is when we have to do the RE work. Reevaluate, reassess, redo, re-whatever. Reduce, reuse, recycle. Exactly. With your (laughs) mental space. And because it's an Aquarius, it's asking us to do that um and like with our ideas our big picture how we contribute these again with that bird's eye view it's asking you to zoom out you know like i think again like we've gotten really lost in like most of us maybe just me in particular of like my day-to-days i can imagine for most people who are also like still quarantining and working from home like you kind of become like when we're like, what day is it? You know, because we get so lost in our world. Yeah, so, so it's, true. Yeah, so it's asking us to zoom out. What's your big picture? How do you want to contribute of yourself to your community, to the collective? What good yes, can you offer? that's the question. That's, mm-hmm. I think if you're going to sit down and journal and you like guidance when you journal, me too, girlfriend. <laughs> I think that that's something you should think about because i think with all this aquarius energy i don't know i think i'm just really excited to not think about myself mm-hmm. and of course this is not saying don't think about it <laughs> yeah, this yeah. is going to take some self-reflection a hundred million percent everything mm-hmm. in this is but this question of what can i offer to a bigger group of people in my just myself mm-hmm. <laughs> to a collective to a community to your friends or family because I don't know, it kind of just hit me when you said it. I don't think, I feel like we, like you said, we've all just been so caught up in our day to day and just getting through it and getting through it of the chaos that the past mm-hmm. year has been. And I feel, I can very much feel that this moon is going to make us stop asking about how we can like, how can we help ourselves? How can I make myself feel better today? How are we going to mm-hmm. cope with X, Y, and Z? And it's going to switch a little bit, hopefully to how we can, what we can offer, what has everything we've done had to contribute. Mm-hmm. I don't know. The word contribute really said, I feel like that word was on my mind earlier today. So when you said it, I was like, Oh well. yeah. Because the big question is like, oh my God, what can I contribute to the world right now? Like everything is just such up in flames and I'm just stuck here. But I think if we take the opportunity to feel this Aquarius energy, this huge collective energy, and just write down like what's something small that is going to reattach me to the collective because mm-hmm. we've all yeah. been so isolated and 100%. stuff. And I think like, what are you going to do to take steps towards being more of a community with whatever that is in your life? Mm-hmm. I feel like that'll be a really nice little journaling project if you enjoy journaling or you just want to think about it. Yeah, that was beautiful. A hundred percent with that reconnecting with the collective, like that just like that resonated so much with me because that's where I think most people are, you know, just dying to do in some way. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. And that's the Aquarius stellium, guys. Yeah, it's so much. And again with that and it's i can't emphasize enough how big this energy is like we have mercury in retrograde in the planet in the sign that it's exalted in so mercury loves mm-hmm. being in aquarius it's like super powerful in aquarius and the energy is being directed inward so with this uh, 
reevaluating, reassessing when that Aquarius energy of our thoughts and contributions and like our, the big picture and being supported by the rest of the Aquarius team, you know, like on a football team. I don't know, maybe I'm thinking of this analogy because of the Super Bowl, which I like didn't even really watch. But um, like all these planets are working together. And I think that is mm-hmm. also just another layer of like emphasizing this Aquarius energy. They're not by themselves. They're working yeah. together. Like Jupiter, Saturn, Venus, Mercury, the sun, the moon are a team right now. Um, they're not yeah, alone. So true. They're supportive. Like we have... Jupiter and Saturn expanding and our structures and our discipline, Venus, our values and love. So building that, working that together with Mercury, like our ideas with it. And like, it's just, I think, it, it for me, it makes me feel supported by the skies. I feel like I'm being held mm. like in cupped hands mm. and it's also alleviating, relieving to me because it's like sometimes we just feel so alone and I'm going to choose to connect with that energy and that analogy because it it definitely does feel like a nice little hug, celestial hug. <laughs> it's so beautiful. Well, that's that beautiful. Okay. I'm so, so if anyone was wondering about all this Aquarius energy, there you go. There you have it. <laughs> that's where it's all coming from. And now Deborah's going to do the houses for the mini horoscope you can put together yes and so we're using the whole sign system yeah like you're looking at me like you're right like whole sign yes right yeah to build um the horoscope it has to be done this way so it gives you an idea but if you want to know exactly exactly um send us a message and we can point it out for you send us a message and here we go (laughs) (laughs) so if you're an aries or aries rising it'll be in your 11th house if you're a taurus or taurus rising it would be in your 10th if you are gemini or gemini rising in your 9th cancer or cancer rising in your 8th leo or leo rising in your 7th virgo or virgo rising in your 6th Libra or Libra rising in your fifth, Scorpio or Scorpio rising in your fourth, Sagittarius sun or rising in your third, Capricorn sun or rising in your second, Aquarius sun or rising in your first, and lastly, Pisces sun or Pisces rising in your twelfth. Now, what the heck do these houses mean? The first house is, (laughs) what the heck? Uh, First house is all about your self-image, your appearance, identity, and your vitality. Second house is all about your money, your possessions, your personal values, self-worth, self-esteem. Third house is your communication, early education, your mind, and siblings. Your fourth house, your the fourth house is all about your home and your physical home, um, your family. Fifth is about your creativity and your romances, self-expression, and your children. Sixth is all about your work, your day-to-day routines and regimens. It's also about your small pets. Seventh house is all your partnerships, the good and the bad. 
Um, eighth house is about sex, death, uh, intuition, other people's assets. Ninth is about your higher education, traveling, spirituality, astrology, publishing. Tenth is about your work, your career, your reputation and recognition, your um, societal status. And eleventh is about your friends, social life, your groups and associations. Um, and twelfth is about your inner life, your subconscious sorrows and your dreams and there you have it there you have it boys and girls so now tower read for this aquarius new moon um i'm just gonna do a quick little one for you guys today it's a three card spread um and this is just about um the energy and the message we're going to be receiving from the new moon so I first picked, um, I first pulled the three of wands and I love this card because it is truly a, um, I, I consider it a portal card because it has the, um, basically it's that precipice of change. Um, we have the, this person who is standing on top of like a mountain or a cliff. So again, this bird's eye view, very literal in this card yeah. of what is happening before him, whether things are going or coming, leaving or staying, but it's about this moment of about to change expansion um mm, very appropriate yeah exactly and so it's having that aquarius energy again that overviewing and assessing of the territory of the landscape then we have the chariot card which is empowered action um it's truly i think about Taking, of course, like I said, that empowered action, but also having it very much aligned with um, the vision that we saw from the three of wands. It's purposeful. It's intentional. And lastly, leading us to the queen of pentacles. Queen of pentacles mm. is all about that abundance and willing to receive, um, that willingness to receive from the universe. And I think I don't know if it's just a personal thing that I've really come to learn over the past year. It's a message that I kept receiving <laughs> was I've had to learn how to receive being that openness. Um, and part of that is expanding my um, perception of, again, it's not just me. So it, it was a pull mm. and play with how we contribute. How much you receive, I think, is really dependent also on how much you give um, within reason, of course, but I think as far as your essence to the world. So for this Aquarius new moon, we have the three of wands, which is asking us to take this bird's eye view and reassessing of the landscape and the territory in front of you. And then from what you see there, taking this empowered action so that you can receive um, the abundance that the universe wants to give you. Oh, what a beautiful little spread. That's what the cards say for us today. So I'm very excited for this new moon and 
I'm happy we got all into this Aquarius energy and we really refocus on the collective. I feel, yeah, that we haven't really had that kind of conversation on the podcast, at least not in the last few months. Mm -hmm. So it's really exciting to see this new energy play out with this moon and also just in general, this whole all the Aquarius energy, the Aquarius stellium, and everything we're going through with this chart is going to be very refreshing to feel. Yeah. So I hope everyone enjoys this moon this time and, and reconnects also, with people, connects with people, and all that. Yeah, and it's also like very appropriate, like so Aquarius, that this is very unique. Like this Aquarius mm. stellium, like I don't even know when's the last time we had this many planets in Aquarius. I feel like it's some like ridiculous amount of years. So very apropos, very unique. And all right. So we are looking forward to our next podcast episode, which will be for the full moon in Virgo on February 27th. Thank you. Bye guys. Bye.